1: Happer and Shaper. It says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me?
2: Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown.
1: On 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's awake at This is Happer and Shaper. morning. Welcome in. Happy Friday, everyone. It's Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and the TicketFM.com. Connor Happer with you as Mike Schaefer recovering from his <laughs> almost disaster last night uh, at the Minnesota Vikings game. Almost, almost is the key, but he got to see a Vikings win. Which is good news for him. He's, he tweeted out. I don't know if you, if you were following along on Twitter last night. He tweeted out that the the Steelers' final drive was was coming right at him, and it was basically he was pretty much convinced at that point that it was going to end in in disaster for him. But they were able to escape in part because of Chase Claypool's stupidity. Not all because of Chase Claypool's stupidity. Uh, that in part also in, in in big part because of uh, Harrison Smith coming from behind and knocking the ball out of Fryermouth there in the end zone. Holy smokes, that was a great play. What a throw by Roethlisberger, who came alive in the in the third and fourth quarter. I I couldn't believe that. From I mean that was one of those football moments last night. Where it's like um the clocks so let me give you the rundown here. Pittsburgh's down by 8, 36-28. Um, there's about you know uh, there's under a minute left. Roth the, they're out of timeouts. Pittsburgh's out of timeouts. They're driving. They're about on the 30 yard line, the Minnesota 30 yard line. They're they're rolling down the field, but it's kind of a scramble situation. So they throw Claypool a little slant, and they want to get up and spike the ball. But it's a you know it's a it's a late down play. I think it's a third or fourth down play. So they needed to get the first down. So they had to use the middle of the field, throw it over the middle to on a slant to, to Claypool. He catches the ball. With 40 seconds left, you're about to hear it here um, from the from the call last night on Fox. He catches the ball with 40 seconds left, and then proceeds to very slowly and deliberately do a first down sign, as all the wide receivers do, is the little celebration of getting the first down, um, and then a. Like, one of his teammates comes up to him and is like, hey, man, we, like, we got to go here. The ball gets knocked out, rolls around on the ground, and they don't end up getting the next snap off, snap off until about 24 seconds left on the clock. They wasted probably 8 to 10 seconds, which is at least one more play that Pittsburgh would have had when they eventually got inside the, you know, to about the 12-yard line on their last shot. Here's how it sounded. Pass caught by Claypool, first down, clock running. And they may come up and clock it now. There he goes. They got it now. The balls they, they, they can't get the ball to the official. He's trying to scramble to get it set. Up. And that stops the clock with twenty-four seconds remaining. He caught it. The first thing that happened in that sound there is he was he caught the football. They they wasted so much time, cost themselves another opportunity at the end zone. This comes off a week in which Chase Claypool was um Was, uh, had some things to say, I guess, about Mike Tomlin and the way he operated practice. And he said, "Hey, I'd like it if we played some more upbeat music or some louder music or something like that." And Mike Tomlin basically said, "Hey, look, man, you do the playing, and 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 I'll worry about the music in practice." Here's what Mike Tomlin, who I mean, obviously him and Chase Claypool, not exactly on the same page right now. Here's what he said after the game. Mike, it looked like
0: did you bench Chase Claypool for a while? Uh, I did. Is that because of the penalty? Yes. Uh,
1: was the message service that you feel like it, 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 it? We'll see. He made um pretty some pretty questionable decisions really all throughout the game on top of a couple dazzling plays. Um, but the, the I can never get enough of the Mike Tomlin audio. Um, I did. I did. Did you bench? Did you bench Chase Claypool? I did. Yes, I did. Um, I did. Is that because of the penalty?
0: Yes. If you feel like it,
1: yeah. was the message received we'll see we'll see for mike tomlin not on the not quite on the same page there not sure what you're doing basically cost your team the game um i don't know it's hard to put it on him but it was a good play by by smith to to punch it out or fry and ruth there at the end if not it would have been an epic disaster for the vikings who were up i believe 26 to zero in that game looked completely dominant. The Steelers were dead for the majority of that game. Uh, But that was it. So two great sporting events last night. We had that and we had our first great college basketball moment. First awesome college basketball moment of the year. It's like, yes, college basketball is back. Here's how the last few seconds of Rutgers and Purdue, number one Purdue, sounded last night. This is... We're going to pick it up here with Rutgers down, or excuse me, Purdue down one with a few seconds left, and here's the last few seconds. Here he is, Williams. Patient. Wow. I, I I never realized how much I missed that sound until now. This one, this one right here.
2: For the win! Oh!
1: No replacement for that in sports. No, I don't think there's anything better. Uh, this I I didn't think we'd be getting into this conversation, but I want to have it right now. Is that the best sound? You know, like we always talk about um the you know, the the snapping of the mitts in baseball, snapping of the nets in in basketball. Um, but listening back to this, and, and you don't even have to see it. That's yeah, cool when you do, obviously, because it was a half-court three to beat the number one team in the country at the Horn last night in a building that is known to be a little bit raucous when it goes at the rack. But this is, this is one of the greatest sounds in all of sports.
2: For the win!
1: When the announcer doesn't know what to do except for say, OW!
2: Yep. Say goodbye.
1: And you hear the real, like, guttural reaction from the crowd. Not, not cheering, not clapping or anything like that. You know, we're not making noise for the sake of making noise. These are our actual reactions and the, and the noise that the crowd makes. It's just beautiful. For
2: the win! Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and then the court storm. Oh, my goodness. What a sound. What a sound. And we had our first great college basketball moment uh, last night. Yeah, off the text line, a couple people agreeing. Best sound. Cruise of Lincoln says best sound on earth, hands down. Goose, you, yeah, if you're not getting goosebumps while listening to that, I mean, I don't know what to do for you, uh, even without seeing it. Unnamed Texture says it's the anticipation, the, then the moment of silence when only the horn sounding, then the crowd goes wild. Love it. It's it's just magnificent. I'm gonna do it one more time. I'll probably do it several more times.
2: For the win! Oh!
1: That counts! Ah! <laughs> now, now think about this for a second. Adam says, by the way, I, the, only one I, the only other one I can think of is like a hockey overtime winner with the goal horn. That's a good one, too. That's a really good one. A walk-off goal. I mean, I mean, we have a version of this in all the sports that we have, except for really football. You don't get it that much in football, unless there, unless you have a very, very rare hail mary. But it feels like in basketball this happens quite often, in baseball it happens all the time, in hockey it happens quite often as well, where there's like there's a horn involved or there's some sort of noticeable sound, right? For basketball, it's. You can hear the horn go off, you could hear the shot that it went in the hoop, and then immediately the crowd after that, okay? In baseball, it's here's the pitch, crack, that whole thing, and, you know, the announcers do their deal. Hockey, it's, you know, here's the wrister, horn goes off, crowd goes crazy. Those are awesome sequences in sports. Awesome sequences. The hockey one's a good one, Adam. I appreciate that. But we had a, we had a, a great, great, great moment last night at the the now known as the Jersey Mike's Center, the Jersey Mike's Athletic Center, at the rack. R.I.P. the rack. I suppose now here's where your mind goes. It, it went there immediately for me last night with all the doldrums that we're going through with Nebraska basketball right now. Just go ahead and put yourself in their shoes for a minute. And this Rutgers has been a program recently who's had some moderate success. I actually want to talk about Rutgers. People were uh, tweeting about Rutgers and their relationship in the Big Ten last night. Now, I want to have a little bit of a longer conversation maybe about them later. But, like, put yourself in their shoes for a second. And put yourself in Pinnacle Bank Arena, where... Nebraska is hosting the number one team in the country, which I don't think they have done at PBA yet. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I I don't think they've hosted the number one team. I think they've hosted top five teams, but I'm not sure about number one. Um, I'll check that. But you're hosting the number one team in the country. You're really struggling. I mean, Rutgers has not had a, had a good start to their year. Um. You know, they've they've lost to Lafayette at home. You know? And they get the number one team in the country, so it's one of those games. you We're familiar with these with Nebraska basketball. Remember them at the Devaney Center? It's like, yeah, maybe not everybody's going to show up throughout the entire season, but everybody's going to show up for that Kansas game. Everybody's going to show up for that Texas game. You know? So there was one of those last night. Everybody's jammed in there. And... It's a late spurt, a late comeback. You go down with three seconds left, and you're like, oh, we're killed. There's no time in between, no timeouts. They inbound it, they get it to your best player, and he hits a half court three past the buzzer to beat the number one team in the country. Immediate court storm. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Put yourself in those in their shoes for just a second. What would you do? What would we even do around here? What would you do? I mean, besides storming the court, screaming, losing your voice, you know, drinking all the alcohol on the face of the earth. What would you do if Nebraska, on a half-court buzzer beater, beat the number one team in the country on their home floor? If you had that moment in a year, I mean, that, that that would provide enough energy that 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 would provide energy that the athletic department as a whole just hasn't had in a in a very very long time. Maybe you go back to the like to the baseball regional this year or something like that. But just for that little window, and then we you know a couple days later, it's like ah oh, well we got to go on the road and play Wisconsin. We're probably going to lose, and that was just a you know, a Cinderella moment. Maybe it was, but we haven't even had those. I hate to make it always about Nebraska all the time, but I couldn't help but think that last night while that that shot went down. And by the way, Harper hit a shot to go ahead right before the Travion Williams layup with like 13 seconds left. And they're like, oh yeah, hell yeah. We won this thing. Let's go. All we got to do is get a stop on the other end. Well, it turns out they have five really good players on the other end and they could kill you from anywhere Purdue but they go straight into Travion Williams he knocks down the a little bank shot layup and it's like alright what do we do Ron Harper one more time one more time the full thing
2: here he is Williams patient
1: going to work got it the answer three seconds no timeouts Harper for the win oh By the way, it, you know, this is aside from it. I really enjoyed that last night. Little home cooking on the uh, on the clock starting. just if you go back if you see it pop up on Twitter today, which you will. Uh, watch when that clock starts when Harper catches the ball. It's not exactly when Harper catches the ball. It's maybe a dribble a dribble and a half afterwards. So but that's okay. That's college basketball baby. It's wild. It's weird. It's wacky, and we had our debut of it uh, last night. We'll have we'll have our debut of Big Ten basketball power rankings with tears. We'll we'll make it a little shorter, but we'll do that today. Just looking at all the teams, this will help me stay kind of involved. I mean, when Nebraska is bad, we we tend to kind of lose track of what ha- what's happening in the rest of the league. Um, so we'll we'll try and do this each friday as well we're going to talk a little volleyball with nicole griffith at 10 o'clock we are going to talk to chris basnett of the lincoln journal star to talk hoops at ten thirty. we will take a quick break now rico is in for true or false next follow connor and mike on twitter at connor happer at mike j shaper you're listening to happer and shaper